This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast, East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers Podcast. We've uh, we have a very special guest today: um, entrepreneur, full time student, four student, I should add, and the owner of Lux Skin Therapy and Beauty, uh, Sierra Garcia. How's it going? It's going good. Good, good, good. good, good. Well, thanks for uh, for being on the show today. We're excited yeah. to have you. Thanks for having me. It's cool. gonna be super Thank fun. You. Yeah. So um, obviously, a lot of stuff in that intro there. A lot of things going on in your life right now. Why don't you give us a quick, you know, background on on your life before we jump into what you're doing right now? Current life or like my whole like history. <laughs> um, current <laughs> life. Um, I have two kids. Uh-huh. I um, my oldest is Tatum. She's ten, and I have a son. He's eight. We just started school. It's online, as everybody knows here right. in Arizona. So um, we started last week. So been kind of navigating that. I'm married. Um, we've been married for nine years together. Awesome. Twelve. Um, and I told him next summer, cause it's, we have a summer anniversary, uh-huh. but, uh, I want a big fat ring. So uh, <laughs> upgrade time. I want an upgrade. So yeah. next year's 10 years. So, um, that's funny, but, um, that's awesome. I have been, I started Lux actually right out of school. Um, I graduated aesthetics and funny thing was nobody wanted to really hire me right out of school. Yeah. I had limited availability. So a lot of times they, um, they don't want the newbies, but also mm-hmm. my limitations on my schedule. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start my own business. So that's huh, what I that's did. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah. And it was quite, I, I it was fast. So everything kind of yeah. fell into place. So that was nice. So when you say right out of school, is that like esthetician school you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. did you do that right after high school or did you do something else in between? So high school, I graduated, I'm going to age myself, but I graduated 03 at Mesa High, so nice. I'm, I'm native. I okay. live right down the street, but um, I was actually in hospitality for a long time. Oh, wow. That was my very first job huh. when I was 15. I started as a server. I bartended. I captained. I was a catering assistant. Oh. Opened in a hotel, so I was a catering director there, and I was doing that for four years. And then I, I think it was like 2013, I stayed at home with the kids for two years. And then I decided to go to aesthetics. Yeah. So then I went to school. Yeah. What made you decide to go into aesthetics? Funny. Um, I just don't want to be old. Like I know like, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to age, yeah. but um, I've always been really big on skincare and things. I even sold Mary Kay for a short period of time. Okay. Um, and so I thought, I was like, is there something out there that does skin? I didn't mm-hmm. even know about aesthetics. Yeah. I just knew of cosmetology. So right. That's what got me in aesthetic school. What is there like a difference between aesthetics and cosmetology? I might need a bit of education. <laughs> we, we're not too educated on oh, this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, there is. There's a little difference. So cosmetology goes over three areas. It's um, skin, hair, and nails. Uh-huh. And then aesthetics is just skin. So skin, 
So it's so it's part of cosmetology. Mm-hmm. But yeah. does it go into more depth? Just of skin, yeah. yeah. Right, right. So yeah, because like cosmetology, it's very basic because you're learning three different areas. Uh-huh. Whereas aesthetics, that's all you're doing is just skin. But it also extends like waxing and like um, facials and um, just lashes. So yeah. yeah, those kind of things too. And so that's where you were focused on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I do. So is there like specialties then in aesthetic? Like. I guess people like services, just do lashes, like specific service, services yeah. that you offer. Yeah, I mean there are there people have like their what is it niche niche niche, niche? niche. Yeah. niche. yeah. <laughs> whatever that everyone word is. says it differently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, isn't it? Uh, it was funny because somebody was talking about baseline and how people say Vaseline. What? I don't know. That sounds silly, but people say Guadalupe. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, like no, no, it's, <laughs> it's not, not that. So I know it's funny, but yes, they're niche. Um, yeah. Some people focus on. Um, lashes uh-huh. and um, some people focus on like facial skincare stuff so yeah. they could do microneedling chemical peels dermaplaning microdermabrasion um, you could do full body waxing and then the specialty I think I would say would be like permanent makeup uh-huh. because you know like you see the girls with the brows um, yeah. either laminated brows if they did like um, microblading right. ombre brows powder brows um, I wish I could of- say I knew the difference <laughs> I just can tell when it looks a little different <laughs> right you can tell when you look at a girl's face yeah, yeah. yep so those are kind of the niche I think That's permanent cool. makeup is kind of its own animal so uh-huh. mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so just getting started did you have like a pretty good idea of what you were gonna like focus on or niche in or were you just trying to you know experiment in all those different categories um I wanted to kind of open myself to all of them yeah I my favorites are the facials I like skincare just in general I like skincare I enjoy it myself but I also like giving skincare tips and um treatment plans and things but um also I, I do love lashes I love waxing um, I sh- tend to shy away from the permanent makeup, like the microblading. Right. So I do it. Yeah. But it makes me very anxious. So. Um, what, why is that? I just it's on someone's face, yeah. and it's semi-permanent. You know, <laughs> I am good at it, but it takes me I feel like longer than a normal person yeah. would be. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So. You could always test that on Ray. Yeah. I, to get his eyebrows. I've been redone. looking for a good eyebrow <laughs> job lately. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. You know. Perfect. Yeah. I could just you could be my canvas. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so in your experience, and I know this can apply to pretty much any sort of business, but have you seen more success in like being able to offer more services or just being like really good at one or two specific things? Mm, that's a good question. I feel like you're well-rounded when you offer multiple things. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like you shouldn't offer them if you don't feel a hundred percent with each of them. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but with I, there are some girls that, you know, I, I follow or I really look up to and they're super good at whatever they're doing. Yeah. I always find it, it tends to be the lashes. They're super good at the lashes. They mm-hmm. nail them every time mm-hmm. or, um, permanent makeup, like, yeah. or semi-permanent makeup. So yeah, if I feel like with me, I like to offer a lot more things and be good at the, the things that I offer. Um, but I wouldn't discount trying something different. There's yeah. some things that I've been kind of looking at adding to the menu. So that's cool. Yeah. But some girls, yeah, that's what their focus is on and they're super good at it. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's sweet. Well, if you don't mind, can we like jump back a little bit and down so that you're a full-time student and you mm-hmm. have a 4.0 GPA? Why don't you kind of like share what that is? Cause that's super interesting. Oh yeah. Um, 
So I consider myself a forever student. I love to learn. Uh, I love going to school. I like the discipline. I like the structure. I um, I was at MCC, and then I got you know just an associates in arts. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I went to ASU after I got that. Got my bachelor's in sociology. I feel like that's a degree of people. So it's very much passion for just people Mm -hmm. in general to help and um, be empathetic and a servant to others. And then I am at Grand Canyon University now, so GCU, I am at Mental Health and Wellness, and it's an emphasis in family dynamics. So it's a hard program, not in the sense of like yeah. um, the curriculum or anything, just finding the time to get everything done. Right. Yeah. So. so why did you decide to, to start doing that, even though you already had a bachelor's degree? Um, I wanted to kind of fine tune my skills. Um, aesthetics is actually really, I know it sounds really funny, but aesthetics is really hard on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very much hunched over all the time. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I have a neck injury, so it very uh, much pains at the end of the day. Like yeah. I have very long days because I work so limited times. So yeah. I'll, I'll do like a 10 or 12 hour day, like oh. every Tuesday, Thursday, you know, wow. and then I'll work Saturdays and they come in on Wednesdays or whatever. So it's painful on the body. Um, I just figured that it would be something to have. It's good for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to eventually be in academia with like a university professor um, uh, with that. Um, probably going to my PhD, but that's to that's down the road. So. Yeah. Yeah. You got to check this master's off the list. <laughs> yes, first. exactly. One thing, after, yeah. you know, one one thing after another. Yeah. I feel like the PhD comes after, but probably in the next few years. Yeah. So. So can you kind of like dive more into like what, what your degree entails? So you could use the degree. I mean, with mental health and wellness, I think it's very relevant anyways in my industry, even if I don't even use my degree, right? Uh-huh. Um, I feel like you're learning about um, just people in general, like the psyche, um, how to help them. If they have issues, a lot of times when people are in with me, they're telling me all the, all the nitty gritty of their oh, life, yeah. right? right. Yeah. And I feel like being in this program really makes you stop and think and listen. Mm-hmm. And I think that is just important because yeah. just in general. Right. Well, yeah, I was going to ask if like it's correlated in your business and you've seen any benefits yeah. on that side. So it totally like it. is. Yeah. Um, so when you sit and they, you know, they tell you they're, you know, the client's telling you your life story and you're just listening and, you know, I'm very much one to stop and like, listen and not necessarily mm-hmm. give my advice unless it's summoned. If they ask me, you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, and um, I feel like this degree, it goes over a lot of things. It goes over yeah. parenting. It goes over marriage. It goes over um, healthcare reform and policy. It, it just, all that, we, I talk to people just, and it's relevant. You know, yeah. mental health and wellness in general is relevant. Sure. You know, so I like that for in aesthetics too. Yeah, so. that's really cool. Do you feel like you can diagnose somebody when they're just sitting there and they're just going on and on about certain things and you're like, oh yeah. I mean, maybe to myself, like it's out of my, <laughs> it's out of my scope to, yeah. to say, you know, I think this is what you have. Yeah. You know? At the end of this interview, you have to tell me in Ridge, what, right. what you think about. Okay. I know what your problem is. <laughs> we'll say it's off the mic, but we'll keep it on. This oh my week. gosh. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Mental health is like a pretty big thing right now and something that a lot of people are being more aware of, mm-hmm. especially like in the business world. They say, you know, an entrepreneur, there's so much stress and can be like lonely and depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's your advice to like, I guess, keep up your, your mental health and make sure that you're staying on top of that and focusing on that just as much as all the other aspects of, of your life. I feel like, well, I mean, 
based on what I've learned and just me personally, um, there's a lot of different things. You definitely have to, I mean, I know it sounds weird, but nutrition plays a huge role. Um, Nutrition, self-care, and I'm super huge on self-care. I'm Mm -hmm. always getting my massages and acupuncture and my hair and my nails and all these things, but that's my time, you know, to like decompress and do me time. Yeah. Um, hobbies, finding something like being outdoors. They mm-hmm. say there's a lot of studies of like, if you're outdoors and you're connecting with nature, it like settles your soul, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, just finding like hobbies and doing things for yourself. It's not a selfish thing. Cause you're still worried about other people. You know, right. I'm worried about my husband, my kids, my, my career, everything, but centering yourself, recentering yourself. But, um, I think those are the biggest things, just finding the time to focus on yourself too for sure yeah i've heard people say that like you can't help other people if you can't like the more that you help yourself the more that you're able to help other people as well totally yeah they say you can't pour from an empty cup yeah right yeah. so yeah. i feel that's very much accurate because you have to fill yourself up with like the goodness too you know and um i feel like you have to just have a positive mental attitude um also being positive and mm. Looking at the bright side of things, cups half full, not half empty. So I carry that a lot with my business in general. Like even driving here, me being in the accident, I'm like, I went that way for a reason. Maybe if I were to go a different way, you know? There was a reason I went down Cooper. So I always have that in my head. Like there's a reason. There's a reason for this. So Is that a hard mentality to like get get in a good habit of thinking that way? Or or is it like natural for you? No, it's definitely not natural. Um, <laughs> no, my husband, it is. He's yeah. a very lighthearted person. He's very, um, he's very happy all the time. Yeah. Um, it, you know, doesn't come natural to me. So maybe that's also why I'm in that program you know, to, <laughs> <laughs> to help myself. So yeah. um, no, you have to just remind yourself. Sometimes things get hard, and you just have to remind yourself on that. You know, pessimism will creep up, but you gotta get that down. So yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What are some hobbies or other things you do to like detox or kind of step away from business and focus on your mental health? So not so much now, but traveling. Yeah. Um, we're a big traveling family. That's cool. So I said I was in hospitality yeah. and Marriott was, you know, where I'm at. And um, like as far as that's what I used to do. Yeah. And we just like to travel. And one of the biggest things is with the kids because they're 10 and 8. Our bucket list is to visit all 50 states by the time they're 18. Nice. So, That's awesome. Yeah. So you got eight more years. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. How, so, yeah. How many have you done so far? 21. That's really, really good. Yeah. 21. Um, so I guess jumping back on track, back to the uh, the timeline of things, at what point did you start going to school again? Was this before you started your own uh, business or after or right around the same time? Actually, right around the same time because mm-hmm. I started Lux May 2016 and I graduated ASU. Um, no, I started ASU. I'm sorry. That end of that summer. Okay. So May 2016, I started Lux, yeah. and then that August, whenever school started up, uh-huh. was when I went to ASU. Yeah. Yeah. And so throughout this whole time, you graduated from ASU and then started again at GCU, mm-hmm. all while running this business. Mm-hmm. Wow, yes. impressive. That's exactly right. Has that been hard to focus on two different things? Not only fo- not only do two different things, but you know, be successful in two different. <laughs> big big aspects of life i feel like it's hard but i i my mind is so like all the time uh-huh. on the go that it it's, that centers me yeah because yeah. if i'm not doing anything or if i'm super like slow or that's not the best kind of mind for me mm-hmm. but 
if I have multiple things going on, yeah, totally. Like I can knock it all out and do good. So yeah, you, I, I feel good. How do you feel like you properly manage it though? Like how do you feel like you prioritize it? So sticking to schedules, okay. I'm very like to the schedule. So, um, you know, a lot of times when we were on campus, you know, the kids were on campus at school. I volunteered on Wednesday and Fridays in their classroom. Then I worked Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays. And then um, nighttime is usually when I did my homework and things or super early in the morning, which there's more hours in the day, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was just finding the times. There were some yeah. times like I would have a, like a client cancel like right in the middle of the day. I'd have my textbook and I'd just read it or I'd yeah. bring my laptop and I'd do my discussion posts or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So finding those little times, maximizing my time. Right. So, yeah. I'm curious because uh, I'm so bad at scheduling and I'm always trying to find ways to be better at it. Do you use like an app to do it or do you have like a planner that you write in or is it just in your head and you're able to just knock it all out? Oh my gosh. If it was in my head, I don't know if there'd be any room. <laughs> <laughs> no, my I have a planner uh-huh. and I totally have an old school planner, like an actual paper one. Oh, nice, yeah. But I have to have it in certain writing and I have to have it on a certain pen and I have to, if I don't like it or if it's scribbled or if it's too fast, I, I white it out and I rewrite it. So hey, whatever works, whatever works. <laughs> it's silly, but it, it works for me. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm yeah, I'm so bad myself at like sticking to things. If I don't put it down, I it's gone. I completely forgot. So I feel like that would be me if I tried to remember everything. Mm-hmm. Like I just I wouldn't be able to. Like I can remember weird things like dates. Yeah, everybody makes fun of me. Like because I was in hospitality, I used to do mm-hmm. weddings and I used to do parties and meetings and all that stuff and like I can literally just belt out dates funny thing was I did a wedding um April Fool's Day and if Jasmine's gonna listen to this I'm talking to her specifically it was her <laughs> wedding she it was April 1st Fool's Day I want to interesting say, day to get married I yeah know. I don't think <laughs> I could I don't think I was like do is that. this real or yeah. <laughs> I know and I'm, I'm trying to think I'm struggling on the the year but I I did her wedding I was there for like her wedding coordinating her wedding Fast forward, I'm at Lux and I have her come in and I'm like, I know you from somewhere. I know oh. you from somewhere. And she's like, oh, I don't know. And she had that kind of uncomfortable, like, I don't know how you know me kind of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, I- I'll think about it and I'll let you know. And sure enough, she left. And then I got home and I was like, I did her wedding. So uh, I texted her yeah. and I've had her for the past three years and I love oh, her. She's awesome. one of my faves. So she comes in all the time. But it's just so funny that that's what I remember uh, yeah. like, was her. I remember her face and I remember her date, yeah. but the year always escapes me. So, yeah. That's cool. Um, so you mentioned right when you got out of out of school, there was no one that hired you. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you not planning on starting your own business? Were you planning on just working for someone right out of school? Is that your original intentions? Yes. So original intentions, um, I remember applying to a um, a popular wax place um, and a lash place. Um, They just, they wanted somebody more experienced, you know, and then also open availability. They're like, we want somebody full time, just open schedule. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't do that with the kids. And um, so I just remember, no, I did not have intentions of opening. Eventually, yes, but not at the time. Mm -hmm. I just, I remember doing like some folks at my um, house Mm-hmm. So I was taking clients at my house and doing lashes and things. And, you know, my kids would be yelling at each other in the background. My dogs would be barking. And I'm like, this is not ideal. <laughs> so I looked at my husband and I said, I have to get a place. Like, I have yeah. to get out of here, you know. And he's like, do you have clients? And I was like, no, not really. I, I mean, I have a handful, but they'll right. come. Yeah. They'll come. And he's like, okay. So that's just how it happened. Wow. So I rented a space and then they came. 
Wow. Isn't like oh. that movie? You build it, they will come. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that a big true. leap of faith for you? Well, the way you told the story, it sounds like you're pretty confident in yourself and your ability to to get clients, or maybe just in the work that you do that you knew they would come. Or like, how how nerve wracking was that to rent a place and get going on your own? It was nerve wracking. I feel like the biggest thing was in my head paying the rent like every month, right? right. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do all this work and all these clients, and it's just like going to my rent. So I, I had to set it up where I'm like, this is how many clients I need per month. This is how much, you know, supplies and whatever equipment costs or, mm-hmm. you know, product. And I just kind of laid it all out. Yeah, so you had a bit of a business plan. Yeah, so like a business plan, financials and stuff. Right. And so I was like, okay, as long as I hit this amount of people, then the yeah. next month it just kind of steamrolled, you know? Like I hit it, but then I went more and then whatever. So I always have these little goals in my head. Yeah. Um, I have a goal set now and I mean, it's just a personal goal, but, and you know, still kind of working on it, but <laughs> yeah. it's it's a work in progress, I guess. Yeah. So. How do you get over the fear of like taking that leap? Like you said, you had nothing when you were starting, but you just got a place. How did you get over that fear and just do it? I feel like I do that a lot with everything. I'm very, um, if I have my mindset to something, I just do it. Yeah. And I think that is why my husband likes me so much. He loves me so much. <laughs> Cause I'm just so like, like I have something in my head and I just do it. Yeah. Like I literally have been looking for a travel trailer for like a year now. And he's like, no, no, no. And I just went in there and I just got it. You know, nice. I just went yeah. in there. I was like, Hey, we got a travel trailer. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, we got to go camping and we got to be yeah. outdoors, you know, <laughs> like this is great. So I just, I have these, um, impulses, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the worst thing you could do, I mean, even if I fail, you know, like what's the worst thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just do something different or you modify it or right. whatever. So yeah. I just, I don't really have that fear so much in anything I do, not just uh-huh. business. So. What's awesome. your advice for someone who's like, has an idea or has this business they want to get started, but they're just trying to take that step to, to actually get going? Honestly, I, I I get this a lot with my clients. They uh-huh. always ask all the, like these kind of questions, yeah. you know, and they're like, I'm thinking about doing this and what, what, do you, what do you think, you know? And I, I'm always 100% proponent of like, you gotta do it. You'll never know and you'll right. kill yourself like being like, oh, I should have done it or what took me so long or whatever. And I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, it's not like, your life is on the line. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. can do something just different, you know, just yeah. you have to just try it though yeah. because you just won't ever know. And that, yeah. that, that would kill me more than, you know, failure, I guess. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think we get like so stuck in like, we're so scared of a certain situation that we're in, but what we don't realize is that we've probably been through a similar situation and we're still here. Like totally, we still make it out alive. It's so true. It's, but we get so stuck on something and so infatuated with just this one thing going on. And it's like, okay, you made it out the last time mm-hmm. you're going to make it out again. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, yeah, you definitely have to think of that. And they, what is that? Um, there's that quote. It says something like, what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over expecting a different result. Right. Like it's kind of the same thing. Like you, if something doesn't work, don't keep doing it. Right. Like (laughs) you have to, you have to change it up a little bit. So just trying and changing it. If it doesn't work the first time, it's just, I think key. So yeah. Well, it sounds like you need to hook up a mic when you're working on your clients and just record your own podcast. (laughs) Honestly, I thought about it. I, I, I totally have thought about that. I do have a few that would totally be like the best on the podcast. Uh, It'd be actually a super interesting thing. It would. Yeah. I've thought about that actually. Um, just renting even a bigger space and having like an office and be like, Hey, before your like appointment, 
you have to podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have, you have yeah. to get on here. We have to talk what we talk about, and then yeah. we give you your service. You know, that's yeah. really fun. <laughs> well, because it, it just all comes out when you're. I don't know. Like when I'm talking with my barber, like I'm just telling him whatever. Like I don't really care, and mm-hmm. it's just nice. Yeah, <laughs> have those deep combos. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolutely because I. I also think you know there's some things that people want to say that they can't say to their friends or family. Right. Yeah. And not that I'm a stranger, but I'm not somebody in their life that like I'm you don't like, have much connection them. yeah like, and you're not no. gonna like judge them for <laughs> totally not and yeah. i think that's why they feel comfortable um talking and when they're on that flow yeah i just you know i zip it and i vibe with whatever they're like saying i'm just listening and then i'll you know if they ask me something they're like yeah. what do you think then i'll say something i don't uh-huh. like offer the advice or whatever but um sometimes they just want to get things off their chest you know mm. and or, you know, they'll tell me these wild stories. Like, I'll confirm their appointment the day before. And they're like, oh, I have a wild story for you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it's like the best thing ever. Because then yeah. you think about yeah. it and you're like, oh, it's going to be juicy, right? Yeah, yeah. So I love that. I love days like that. So. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? Then call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. That's cool. So I'm curious. Well, so it sounds like a lot of these customers, like recurring customers, they come back mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah. How much of it do you think has to do with like your, your skill level versus your personality and your ability to connect with them? That is so funny you even say that because I think about that. I'm like, dang, like what if, like what if I wasn't like as good as like I thought I was? Or whatever? <laughs> yeah. They just like they just come in here just like for the conversation. They just want so. a friend. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dang. So that's kind of They're like the blow to the ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, are they paying for like a therapy session? I, mean, <laughs> I feel kind of weird like taking money for that, but yeah. um, no, I I want to say I feel like I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Um, I don't want to sound like you know arrogant in that any kind of sense or whatever, no, but. Yeah. I feel like I'm knowledgeable in skin enough where like they come back because they have issues that they're working with. Like right. I have a lot of acneic clients, a lot of anti-aging clients, somebody with pigmentation. I have a few of those with pigment, you know, after they have kids, they get pigment and, um, we definitely see a difference. So it is on the right track. So I'm assuming that my skill level is yeah. there, yeah. but, um, I mean, conversation too. I mean, the Brazilian waxes that I do, I do a lot of Brazilian waxes and I only do women, but um, (laughs) a lot of of times it's like 30 minutes. And those are the girls I see every month. Uh They're always every month. Like, and those are the ones that are always like, they, they, they talk really fast to get everything out Uh because we only have 30 minutes, you know? So I think they're the ones that really like the conversation, you know? Uh So my Brazilian girl, shout out to the convo. (laughs) Yep. So question, so I'm a guy obviously, so I don't know like how a girl's mind works, but is, does there have to be a certain level of comfort for certain services that you offer? Yes. So to, like trust you to do that sort of thing. Yes. I would, I would say because, um, 
like for me, I'm I'm a professional, so like yeah. I don't I don't care. I don't even think about it. Right, it's yeah. just like I'm just doing my job, yeah. right? But I get that all the time. I can't believe how you do this. You know, how can you do this? And I'm like, it's literally just another day at the office, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so you have to get comfortable because there are girls that like will jump around to waxers uh-huh. because they don't feel comfort with yeah. them. And I'll hear all kinds of crazy stories like, you know, they don't talk to them at all or they took like an hour when it should have only been like 20 <laughs> minutes, like, or they, whatever, it hurt immensely, whatever it was, you know, and I'll hear all these stories and I'm like, oh, dang. And by the time we're done with our conversation, I'm done. And they're like, oh, that was great. I'm like, okay, great. You know? And so I feel like the Brazilian wax girls definitely need a comfort, like with somebody. You have to be yeah. good at what you do, not weird and awkward, yeah. you know, because yeah. that's, who wants that? And then, um... But there is definitely a comfort level you have to be good with as a client. But with me, I'm, it's just another day. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So do you like kind of, you just kind of distract them from what's going on? Okay. Yes. That's exactly right. Okay. That's exactly what I do. And okay. I tell them that all the time. You know, I'm like, I just distract them. I keep talking and I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, and okay, do this and hold your legs and da, da, da. And they're just like, wow, you're already done. And I'm like. I'm already done. Hmm. It's a distraction. That's yeah. that's the number one thing. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, where do you find these clients to begin with? Like how, how do these loyal recurring customers find you in the first place? So when I first started four years ago, I specifically, um, when I was in school, I'd have models. Yeah. So the models would come in, right? And I had to... To graduate school, you have to have a hundred faces in front of you, okay? Because oh, wow. you have to look at all the different kind of skin disorders. If it's you know sebaceous hyperplasia, if it's um, actinic keratosis, whatever it is, you have to see all the different skin conditions, right? Uh-huh. So you have to have a hundred faces in front of you. So I would just make like a little cute, like I don't know, graphic or something, and post it all over Facebook. Uh-huh. So people would message me, hey, I saw you know your ad, da da da. Can I be a model, right? So that's how they got into school to be my model. Fast forward, when I graduated, I contacted that whole list of people. So I said, hey, I'm on my own now. Would you, you know, consider coming in? And it's like, you know, you were a model once. Come and get, you know, let me do services on you, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So that's how they started coming in for like facial services and lashes. Um, Groupon, I actually ran a Groupon for Mm -hmm. Brazilian waxes um, because I needed to feel more confident in it. Yeah. And so I started out with that. And literally 80 to 85% of the girls stayed with me oh, from wow. that. Um, so some people have a thing about Groupon. Like, oh my God, whatever. you don't make yeah. anything. But I, I've gets, heard that it takes like a, all of your profit pretty much. It really does. It takes a lot of it. Um, so it's just a way to market then. Yes, that's okay. exactly right. But the whole point is for them to like you, yeah. for them to come back, right? And the wax is kind of nice because it's a residual thing. Because they come back every month, you know, four to six weeks or whatever. So that's how I kind of marketed it. And then now, fast forward four years, it's word of mouth. Just Uh friends upon friends. Referrals. Yeah. And it just keeps growing, snowballing from there. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I have three sisters. So they send me a lot of people. (laughs) So my sisters. networking as well. Yeah, yeah, networking. There you go. Yep. I'm sure it's a big word to mouth industry. Like, hey, who do you use? Mm -hmm. Because they like trust somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's ironic because I have a lot of Brazilian women actually from Brazil as clients. And it's kind of a nice thing for me because they're like, we love your Brazilian wax. I'm like, cool. Coming from Brazil. Right. Is there a reason why it's called Brazilian? Yeah. Dumb question. Honestly. No, it's not. I mean, 
honestly, I think that's where it originated is what the whole thing is, you know, and that's, um, but it's funny because when they come in, they say it's completely like, yes, the idea of what's going on is the same, but the way it happens is completely different. So yeah, it's not, it's very, um, intense in Brazil. Like you have to be like, I don't know, some Hulk to like manage it or whatever, but here it's more, you know. Americanized, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I do have that following, the Brazil girls. Yeah. So th- they all talk to their friends and they'll come in. Like I That's have cool. a client that she doesn't even speak any English. So oh, wow. we'll translate by Google. <laughs> so oh, that's really? Cool. Yeah, totally. That's really awesome. And you're still able to like maintain that comfort with her. Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So that's wow. kind of, I know it's just like these funny little scenarios or whatever. But yeah, we'll just Google translate each other and. She's like, can I, she does a YouTube channel, I think she actually said, but it's for her Brazilian friends. Uh-huh. And so she markets me on that. So that's wow. cool. That's really cool. Do you feel like your degree has helped with that or just you as a person? Because like not everyone can just make someone feel comfortable when that's going on. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I have the music, so I set the tone yeah. and then like we chat about like life stuff. Um, I'm always talking because like mm-hmm. sometimes they're they're trying to concentrate on what's going on. Yeah. But I'm like, no girl, get you know, like think yeah. about like what I'm yeah. saying, right? Right. Uh-huh. Um. So I, I mean, I think it's both. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily like my um, my my Grand Canyon University, like not my degree or anything from right. that. Maybe my personality is just, you know, uh, comforting uh-huh. to girls. Um. Because I don't know. I just have a lot to talk about with them and yeah. make them feel comfortable. Yeah. So. I feel like it's a little bit of both but hmm. facial i try to not say anything yeah obviously okay. you know yeah. they're trying to relax so right. i have like the spa music and we have the warm towels and the massage and stuff so you're making kinda... me want to go get one yeah, yeah i think i need to go get a facial <laughs> yeah. Yeah, facials are great yeah i have I, I do have guy clients so yeah <laughs> yeah two more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally um i noticed on your instagram account you have like an avatar Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about like why you did that? What what the story is behind that? Okay, so the avatar came because I don't actually like to be in front of the camera ever. Mm-hmm. I just don't even like doing this is like a lot a step out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I like to push myself out of my comfort zone because that's where growth happens, right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, my avatar is for the days that I don't want to be in front of the camera. So I pop her, my I guess her my face on. <laughs> As like a special I have going on or, um, I don't know, something that I have to, you know, broadcast like, huh. oh, hey, you know, Dover Road's closed, take an alternate route or whatever yeah. it is. So I use my avatar in front of, instead of my face. Oh, <laughs> I nice. know. It's Where did weird. you get it made? There was a lady on one of the um, Facebook, it's Arizona Estheticians page. Okay. Um, and she had gotten it done by this one girl. Her name's Irina. But I can't remember. It's, I can't remember her company. I could look it up. But her company took about a two week turnaround. It was like 50 bucks. Mm. And then she, you send in a photo of your face, like a mm-hmm. close up. Yeah. And then a outfit from Pinterest, like whatever mm-hmm. outfit you want. And then your, your tools. So like my tools for an esthetician, I had like a spoolie brush, tweezers, um, a wax stick, whatever. And so she, like my avatar is holding it. Right. Mm. So you just send that information in like those, those photos and she just, huh. you know, makes it up. So yeah, it That's was, really cool. it was really cool. I liked it. I, 
I love using her and I yeah. try different backgrounds with the avatar and stuff. So And so is it just like one picture or can you get the can you get the avatar like doing different things with their hands or like I how know. does that work? I know. I don't know. It's just the one picture, but I, I've been thinking about that. I would I would really love like a bitmoji, right? Right. Like yeah. yeah. The different like things, uh -huh. right? I kind of want that. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Or if you get like a moving of it to do. I this. think that I think that's the next adventure. Yeah. You gotta figure that one out. That's ab I know. That's absolutely. I've been thinking about it. I'm like, how can I do that? But she gave me the rights to it, so it's not like I'm infringing on that, right? right like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's you mine. Own the avatar. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my person. So I don't know, but I definitely would like it to be in action. But I just don't know how or where. So. That's cool. Ridge, we might have to get ourselves some no, avatars. We need some avatars. Totally. We'll work Do the work fun. for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did the name come from? Um, so I just like the name Lux in general. Um, Is Lux like short for luxurious? Yes. Okay. So okay. that's exactly right. Okay. Um, I liked that because it just seemed like a step up above the ordinary, right? You know, it's like luxury. Yeah. Um, I, I put skin therapy because I wanted people to know I was skin, but not just skin. So that's why I added the beauty. But then as I go four years later, my husband's like, why don't you just take off the therapy? Just do mm. Lux Skin and Beauty. Mm. But I'm like, but then I have to redo all my stuff, my right. marketing materials and everything. And he's like, well, you should just do it. So maybe I'll rebrand down the road. But huh. I, I really like the name um, Lux in general. But yeah. there's a lot of places that have Lux that I don't want them confused that's right. why I kind okay. of made it as specifically yeah. like that name. So does Lux, because obviously luxurious sounds like high-end, does that attract more like high-end clients to you, do you think? Probably, I, I don't think so. I feel like my my people are a lot of um, a lot of everywhere, every kind of woman, not just luxury women. Um, I have really young girls that come in. I have, you know... Um, older adult women, middle adult, um, women with children, women not with children. Like I have yeah. all kinds of people on the spectrum that come yeah. in, you know? Yeah. So I don't think that it targets just a specific kind of lady. So no, I think Lux is just a cute name for me. So <laughs> yeah. Um, what's been your pricing strategy? Like, have you tried to be lower than most people and be an affordable option? Or are you more like high end pricing or somewhere in the middle? Like what, what have you decided on? So I'm right in the middle. Um, when I first started out, I within a five mile radius, I kind of looked at the pricing menus for right. sorry, um, pricing menus for uh, other estheticians nearby. I didn't want to be super low and I didn't want to be super high, so I kind of fell right, right. in the middle. Um, I did just a slight price increase in May when we came back. You know, we got the shutdown. Mm -hmm. I was at home during all of April yeah. when Ducey opened us back up May eighth. Um, I did a little slight price increase. It was only like $5, so it wasn't mm -hmm. a lot. Um, and then, but I haven't raised my prices for years. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah. mean, my prices has literally been the same since like I've opened. So yeah. I just did a little slight increase. But um, as far as pricing strategy, I kind of, I base it on um, cost per treatment. And then people, like the businesses around me, I don't want to be super high and I don't want to be super low. I kind of mm -hmm. want to be right in the middle and affordable to everybody because I yeah. have that whole spectrum of girls that come in. Right. So. Mm -hmm. That's cool. How did that shutdown affect you? Like mentally, financially, was it pretty tough on you? Or were you able to, to hold off? I was able to be okay because my husband was still working. He's a right. superintendent. Oh, so he, um, he was able to work, but he was working from home. So that okay. was kind of nice. 
But I stopped taking clients like end of March or mid-March because actually I had that vacation for New York. Oh, yeah. So I was literally off starting March 17th was when we were supposed to be in New York. Right. So I was off starting then. Yeah. And then I didn't go back until May 8th when Disney opened us up. But um, for me, I kind of just fell in the middle. I was okay of us closing and I was okay of us opening. Mm-hmm. I was like, whatever is going to be is going to be. So mm-hmm. I had to just, I mean, we were financially fine, but... Yeah. Um, it affected me because I did miss. I didn't. I thought I was more of an introvert, to be honest. Yeah. But apparently, I'm an extrovert. I need that social. So <laughs> right, yeah. found that out about myself. But um, I missed my girls. Yeah. I missed the conversations. I couldn't wait to get them back in because I'm like, oh my gosh, we have two months to talk about stuff, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Um, I, I it was more of like social. I missed my social uh-huh. time with, you know, my friends and my clients and stuff. So, but financially, I was fine. And then, um, mentally. I got more time with my kids, so yeah, I was okay. Cool. Yeah, I was okay. Awesome. I got to, you know, we did all kinds of stuff, you yeah. know, outdoors, but right. distanced. So, yeah. well, it's what you talked about earlier, like finding, like the glass is half full. You found, you know, mm-hmm. ways positive, yeah, things from mm-hmm. from your business being shut down. Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to talk a bit more about like the business aspect of things. So, like, what what is your ultimate goal with with Lux? Like, do you want to grow this bigger? Do you want to hire employees? Or do you want to keep this as just something that that's you, that you do on the side that you, you know, make some extra money with? Um, I definitely would like to get a bigger building. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to get one or two employees. I would like to get them fresh out of school like I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then train them the way that I know how to train them because I feel like a lot of the new girls, because I've, I don't, when I get my own facials and stuff, I go to places. I don't ever tell them I'm an esthetician. I don't like that weird, like, I don't want them quizzing me on things. Right. Like, oh, you know, like, I don't want them to be like, well, what is this? You know, and I'm like, I'm just trying to get a facial, you know? So yeah. I don't say I'm an esthetician. I just get my facials or um, I could dermaplane my own face, but I still like the relaxation. Right. You, know? right, right. I you don't want to do that to yourself. Yeah, it's like not yeah. relaxing. I'm like, here's a hot <laughs> towel on my face. But um, I like to relax, so I don't say anything and they just do what they do, you know. But I definitely notice a difference. I could tell when they're a little bit newer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't offer them any suggestion. I think it's super rude. So yeah. um, I don't say anything. But I would like to get them fresh out of school. So if I was to hire, I'd like to get a new girl right out of, or boy, uh-huh. whatever, um, out of school and then teach them what I know yeah. and teach them the way that I do things because um, it would be helpful. And then I can grow in that way. Right. Um, get more clients because then I can share the load, you know. Yeah. Um, right now, I actually have my sister. She's a cosmetologist. So okay. I have my sister coming on Mondays and she does the Brazilian waxes cool. for, on Mondays. So oh, that's kind of cool because, I mean... She's my sister. I love her. And um, I would love to see her do big things, you know, or do a side hustle, you know, with me. So that's cool. At what point do you plan on hiring someone? Is it more on like waiting for the right person or just when you're too busy to do it all on your own? I want to say I want to wait till after I graduate. I'm I was supposed to graduate this December, but I took a leave of absence during COVID because I was with my kids and I had to teach, you know, I had to do everything online at home. So I took a leave of absence for GCU just from the COVID time. I think it was like March 28th and I went back like May 12th or something right. like that. And um, so I was supposed to graduate this December. So now mm. it pushed it back to next March. Gotcha. So as soon as I graduate next March, that's when I want to do something different. Like I want to get something bigger. I want to make it mine. I want to make it like maybe rebrand at that time. Who knows? You yeah. Know? Yeah. But then hire somebody and just kind of expand. So mm-hmm. that's cool. How much time do you feel like you spend, like, 
on the on the business versus in the business. So like working on people, working with your clients versus like the business side of thing, like finance, trying to find new customers, etc. So I don't do a lot of um, finding new customers at the moment. I'm pretty good with. Uh, I mean, I could always. I, I love people. They get. Right. I, I mean, that's fine if I get new clients. But I'm saying like yeah. I don't advertise. You're so not much actively for, like yeah. marketing to new people. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. Um, Right now, I actually spend a, a great deal of time scheduling mm. because I will literally, and I don't, my phone, my cell phone is my business phone. Ooh. So when I'm sitting at home at 930 <laughs> at night, you know, I'll get a text like, hey, can do you have something tomorrow? Or, um, oh, hey, you know, I have an appointment on Thursday, but can I change it? You know, I got the day off. Can I come earlier or whatever right. it is? And which I don't mind. Obviously, I would set limits if I did mind. I don't mind. Yeah. But um, I do spend a great deal of time schedules and then updating schedules and then blasting out the times that I have open because that's what I usually do. I always book a month in advance. So like the first of the month I book for the next month. So what is it? Saturday's August 1st. I'll put out my September schedule. So then all my regulars see my Instagram. They say, oh, I see that day and time came up. Hmm. And that's how I get a lot of them to schedule. Oh, that's cool. So you do it through Instagram to Mm -hmm. show them what what you have. So yeah, I have a website so people can go on my website and book. I open just certain windows that I need to fill. Like there's some times that are harder to fill than others. Like mornings are easier yeah. and evenings, but during the middle of the day, yeah, it's slow. yeah it could be yeah. slow, but I get moms that their kids are in school yeah. or, you know, nurses that slept for the morning. Now they could come in, whatever, yeah. but there's slower times. So I open that up on my website so they can book it manually or they could text me or they could call me. So and that seems to be it works for me as far as like always knowing my schedule a month in advance so that's cool did you figure all that out on your own like the website stuff and things like that or did you have somebody help you out with that so i when i first started i didn't even think i needed a website yeah which i mean thinking about it i'm glad i did get a website but i was contacted by um a website developer called pagevamp and they they actually did the whole website and then sent it to me and was like, this is what we can do for you. And I was like, Ooh, I like it. Huh. So I just been with them ever since. Cool. And then they use like a booking um, program. It's called simply book me. And it was just all done for me every year. I just renew it and it's great. Nice. So I That's like cool. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you recommend that for someone that needs a quick website then? Totally. Um, they're on a different time zone though. So it's kind of weird because if you ever need anything from them, it's like, <laughs> at the me- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like I have to message them at like weird times, yeah. but um, I just renewed it in May, and I, I noticed on my website it said not secure. So I was like, oh, no, you know, like, oh, that's a problem. Because people aren't going to put their information yeah, in if it's not secure, right. right? So I had to message them at, like, midnight, you know, so they get it. I think they're from New Zealand or whatever. but huh. So they got it, and then they're like, ah, oh, no problem. So they SSL'd it or whatever it's called. I don't, I'm oh. not techie, but um, that's what they did. So it was really quick, but it was a yeah. weird time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has this whole process of like getting customers, you know, setting everything up on the business end of things, has it been easier than you thought, harder than you thought, or was it kind of like what you had in mind? Uh, It was kind of what I had in mind. Um, It wasn't super hard. I feel like the techie stuff is super hard. Yeah. And when I say techie stuff, I mean like, like the websites, like the social media, getting followers, um, growing your, you know, people, your following or whatever. Um, 
I, for me, I want people following me that like on Instagram or Facebook that are actually wanting my services or interested in what I have to say. Yeah. I wouldn't be one to like pay for followers or, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, or yeah. like people that are like, buy, like 10,000 followers yes, from India or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this, sounds, this sounds kind of hoaxy, but, um, I want people that like follow me that are interested, yeah. Yeah. not just anybody, any, right. you know, like they don't like, you don't have to follow if you don't like what i put out there you know yeah yeah so i feel like the social media growing is kind of hard for sure um let's see as far as marketing like i just don't know what the best ways are so i mean just so i I almost find or tend to like stay with what i'm just doing Uh then looking for other things which that could be a good or bad thing because you can make if you are looking for other things it could be good like you could you know blow up or whatever or I could spend so much time and not get anything, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I feel like the techie stuff is hard for me. So, yeah. It can be difficult. Tech is an interesting thing. You kind of have to sit down and just really poke at it for a little bit, but yeah, totally. Why well, you kind of get someone to do it for you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm a creature higher. of convenience. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Ridge, do you have anything else you want to go over before we kind of jump into our next I think I'm pretty good. I just, I think I need to study more on aesthetics and stuff <laughs> I know, to take care like of my face and skin. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I was looking at myself during this. I'm like, wow, I, I really don't care for my skin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens. Largest organ of your body, though, is your skin. So yeah. That's oh, true. Is, yeah. It's true. So. What are like, so I'll ask this real quick. What are like some things that people can do on a daily basis to keep, keep their skin health up yeah. to par? Yeah, I mean, as far as you should definitely, I mean, we live in Arizona, so sunscreen is yeah. a must, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just having this debate back and forth with my sister because she's looking for a new sunscreen and um, or sun protectant, and she's talking about titanium dioxide versus zinc oxide, right? And like, um, just when you're looking at different sunscreens and like the SPF, you have to have at least SPF 30. I mean, mm-hmm. higher is 50 is good. Yeah. Um, but once you start getting these like ridiculous ranges, like. SPF 1 million, you know, it's all the yeah. same, right? You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, okay, come on. Like it, once you get to a hundred, it's usually not any better the higher right. you go. Okay. Right. Yeah. So definitely sunscreen. Um, you have to have it every day. Hydration, drinking a gallon of water a day is ideal. But I mean, obviously I don't even like to drink a lot of water, but I put some cucumbers in or whatever. So, oh. um, but just lotioning, I like serums. Serums are very, very nice. Just on the daily serums, not even just for your body, but your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, serums are smaller molecules, so they'll penetrate your skin better. Okay. Then moisturizer. Moisturizers kind of tend to sit on the face, okay. right? Huh. So if if you're gonna get one thing, one thing, you know, like yeah. get a serum, you know, if you want to hydrate your face. So yeah, cool. I like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll make sure to take notes on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Well, before we uh, finish up here, we have a little game that we're going to play with you. Okay. <laughs> you know, you, you said something about not liking pop quizzes, but... Oh, I totally hate pop quizzes. Okay. <laughs> this will be this will be good. You're, you're oh, stepping no. out of your comfort zone, which is oh, good. good grief. Okay. <laughs> so how it's going to go is you have 60 seconds, and we've got a list of questions, and you're going to answer as many questions as you can within those 60 seconds. And they're just questions about like you, things that you like, your preferences okay. and stuff. So. Oh, perfect. Not scary at all. Okay. Not scary. Okay, that seems easy. Yeah. And whenever Ridge is ready. All right, I am ready. All right. Uh, Three, two, one. Music you turn on when nobody is around. Country. Nice. Uh, if you could have a superpower, what would it be? Um, reading people's minds. Stuck on an island, what would you bring? Mm, 
those flint lighter things. <laughs> if you could have dinner with anyone in time, who would it be? Dinner in time. Like famous? Any, anyone. Anyone. Hmm. Probably, I mean, passed away? My, yeah. My dad. My dad passed away. So I would like to have dinner with cool. him. Yeah, that would be like good. Um, what's your spirit animal? Ooh, panther. Nice. Um, if you could turn an inanimate object into life, what would it be? Mm, my bed, because then he could walk around with me. Nice. I love naps. Nice. <laughs> best, best business book you've read. Business book. Ooh. There, I haven't started it yet, but I just got it. It's the art. It's the art of no fucks given, something like that. So, can I say that word? I'm so <laughs> yes. sorry. Okay. But, um, <laughs> okay um, or the four hour work week. I haven't oh, read it yet, but okay. I actually just finished reading the four hour work week again. So, oh, you, you, you said you haven't read it yet? I haven't That's read it. Really I got it. Book. Yeah, is it? I love it. Yeah, my husband's read it. He, he's an audiobook guy. I have to have the actual books. Yeah. Um, but he he says it's so great. Just yeah. maximizing your time in that amount of time versus like. Oh yeah. You know, like instead of the whole day, oh, I always hit this. Sorry, <laughs> the whole day, and you're like really productive for the first few for hours, sure. but then you're just sitting around for the rest of the time. Yeah. It's like, okay, what does that, you know, yeah. gain, right? Yeah. I feel like that's very relevant to me. It's like I I get everything done in a short period of time. Uh huh. And that's he's like, you got to read that book. So. Yeah. No, I think it can. It'll change the way that anyone does business in a positive way, and and give you a ton more free time as well. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to read that book. I <laughs> I have it. I just haven't gotten to it. Yet. I've. I just started a book club. Oh, really? Yeah. So I just started a book club. We just um, got done reading The Silent Patient. And now it's um, Great Small Things by Jody Picoult. Huh. Um, that's one that's up on deck after Wednesday because nice. um, we're reconvening on Zoom on Wednesday. But And then the next one is Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. We're, I'm a bookie. I like to actually yeah. read a book. That's cool. Versus that's audiobooks. Fun. See, I can't read. I listen to audiobooks and podcasts all day, but I can't get myself to just sit and read a book or my yeah. mind goes... That's, that's relevant yeah. my 10 year old actually really likes reading i have to read it to her obviously okay, but yeah. but i sit and i read and she's always like oh roblox uh, you know yeah. i'm like hey i'm gonna read a book she's like sweet and shuts it and oh, comes and awesome. reads a book with me it's cool that's so. good that's nice. good uh well anything we, we miss or any last piece of advice you'd like to give to uh to business owners or you know want to be entrepreneurs that are are listening um, I feel like the only advice or the biggest advice that I could give anybody that wants to start their own business, um, go in it with a business plan, have some kind of, write it down, what yeah. you're thinking, what your, your ideas are, where you stand for beliefs, um, what your non-negotiables are, uh, get that all written down. Don't be afraid to start. Um, I know it's kind of scary, but you could watch YouTube videos. I mean, I watch YouTube videos about finding a space, you know, leasing a space and all the things to ask and stuff. Um, and then get a good tax person because taxes are a bear. <laughs> yeah. When you run your own business, um, it's kind of like a trial and error too. Like all the things you have to keep track of. But For sure. Um, but just don't be scared about doing it. I mean, you can do it. Yeah, there's scarier things out there than starting a business. So, yeah, I feel like that's a good piece of advice. But... Um, just go for it. Yeah, I like that. There's scarier yeah. things than starting a business. So yeah. think of three things you're terrified of that that are worse than I know. <laughs> starting a business. Really. And, yeah. You'll yeah, do it. keep that in your head, you know. Okay, <laughs> so. well, why don't you tell all our listeners uh, where they can find you, either on social media or if they're wanting to come in, where where you're located. Sweet. Okay. Um, so I'm at Gilbert and Warner. Um, I'm just like a mile away from downtown Gilbert. I, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Lux Skin Therapy and Beauty 
Also, Facebook, Lux Skin Therapy and Beauty, and my website, www.luxskintherapyandbeauty.com. So it's all kind of all the same yeah. names, but nice. follow me. And um, I do personal things during my life, not just, you know, um, skin stuff and lashes and things. I do, I do photos, but I like to do stories of my life just as I'm a real person. So That's mm-hmm. cool. That's yeah. cool. Okay, well, Sierra, thank you so much again for coming on today. We had a real good time yeah. uh, and you. learned a lot about the, uh, <laughs> the yeah. health and wellness yeah. world. So. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was super fun. It was yeah. actually yeah. really calm. So. Thank you. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, we'll catch you all next week.